No, but I, I want to, I would, I'm going to refrain from like naming like big names. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I know um, what you're saying. Like big names, gyms, any, corporate yeah. gyms. Yeah. I think the, the future is for the smaller specialized gyms that, you know, they, they cater to like overall, you know, functional fitness. But I think from the customer's perspective, they're going to want to know that the gyms are taken care of and so on and so forth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Like it's a, like it's a space that they know is clean. They know like the people running the place. They know. They know yeah. They're just like, it's more like, it's more of a comfort thing. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes more of a comfort thing than, than it is. You know, I just want to, I, I want to, I want to hit the gym. I think that's where it's going. Cause I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it because I want to eventually open up a space. Right. And I definitely don't want to go into the whole franchise space. Right. right? That's, that's just, that's just not me. And, you know, I don't, as far as like, you know, working for the man, you know what I'm saying? I don't dig that. <laughs> <laughs> I, bro, I get that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. So, I totally get what you're saying. And I, I feel the same way, man. Like I would never, I mean, I shouldn't say I would never, like franchising. I don't know if I do that. I think a big goal of mine though, is like when I do have my own space, my goal is to like have a team that I can train on under my methodologies and my, you know, basically how to run, basically create a bunch of Jake's, you know what I mean? In in their own way, in their own way, you know, of course, but, and then just build off of that. So it's like, you know, I can eventually take a step back, do different things in the industry, but I don't know what that is yet, but I just don't see myself like being in a one-on-one coach forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Something beyond that. And like more from a business standpoint of like elevating to the next level, you know, I think there's, there's opportunity to teach, right. We're, we're, we're literally putting ourselves in the position to become to become teachers, to become mentors or whatever, whatever we want to be. And we clearly have a vision. We have values, right? That can be, that can, that, that can actually be taught, can spread, that I think is um, actually valuable to the, <laughs> to the universe. There are some, you know, places out there that I feel the value that they bring is, I can't tell what the value is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, what are we, what are we doing, you know? Serving it's big. Pizza on Monday nights and, and uh, giving out Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's big money. I'm not, I'm not going to yeah. front. It's big money, but like, it's, it's, uh, it's, like, it's like eating an empty calorie, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, this tastes so good, but what is it doing for me? Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I think that this industry needs a lot more. Uh, many more coaches like ourselves, you know, and and I know there's many, many great coaches out there who deliver a lot of value and have a great product. And it's like, you know, those are the coaches that I want to connect with and that I, I, I listen to and I study, but um, at the same time, it's like, I, I, I think that, yeah, man, it's like our job to just expand and be mentors. Like if we, we'd be doing the world a disservice if we just stayed at just, you know, coaches only seeing 30 clients a week or only doing 30 sessions a week, you know, it's like a disservice. Like why not grow that? Why not, you know, have people under us? Why not have a business that we can expand and, and bring quality, uh, you know, 
teachings and and value and services to people to make the world a healthier, more vital place. It's like, you know, yeah. almost like that, that like thinking the difference between like thinking small and thinking big, like thinking small yeah. would be like, Oh, I'm just going to be a personal trainer. Being like a coach's coach, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like eventually that's, that's what I would like to move into with my, my business is have a gym and have trainers under me and have coaches under me that know my model, know my, know my standards and my values and, and right. they also embody the same thing. Right. Yeah. They have this, they have the same values and you know, the same mindset as far as how to go about educating a client with proper nutrition training, you know, having a moderation. I like, I like the post that you did the whole 80, 20 rule, because a lot of times the fitness industry, like, for a lot of people, right, they want the short-term quick fix. And so you see like a seven-day fat loss program, like lose seven pounds in seven days or, you know, build 10 pounds of muscle in 10 weeks. Like it's these very, you know, such sleazy kind of marketing tactics to just prey on people's insecurity to want the, the, the result as quickly as possible. But, you know, just... I think from a health perspective, you know, health being like you can sustain it for the rest of your life. Like how you said, like that 80-20 rule, being able to have that moderation of, you know, mostly eating 80-85% of the time you're eating whole foods, you know, good quality produce, you know, you eat vegetables and you drink lots of water, like just basic things like that, that you were told as a kid and you can still go out and, you know, have like a burrito. You can have some pizza, you know, because we all, I mean, I know all three of us can get down on some burgers, some pizza, some ribs, you know, like if we got a table full of that, I mean, like I'm going to go at it. And and, and I think it's that, it's that, it's, it's like when people see that though, they're like wondering, well, I can't do that. How come you can do that and not gain a bunch of weight? And they don't ever see the work that kind of goes to get to that point where, you know, you're at a, you're at a body fat percentage and at a weight that you can maintain sustainably and, you know, afford to have pizza burgers and And, stuff like that. And that's, that's the, that's to, that's hard to sell, right? Because you got to know how to sell a lifetime. (laughs) <laughs> right yeah so you know you come you come to a claim but hey i'm you know for the rest i'm gonna be with you for the rest of your life and it's gonna cost you a million dollars right <laughs> they get blown away it's easier to sell a seven day fat loss program and yeah you know what i mean yeah that's that's what we're talking about right we're trying to we're trying to we, we want people to change their lives so that this thing, what we teach them is, is it becomes a lifetime, yeah, exactly. right? And they end up having the choice, right? The best gift you can give somebody, I believe, is the gift of choice. The fact that they can be mindful and know that I have a choice to either do this or do this is important. Because as much as we think we know that we have, we have a choice, we probably don't. Because we end up going into things without even thinking about it. Right. And that's just called mindfulness. Yeah. Right. Totally. It's interesting you say that about choice, though. It's like I was reading this motivational book. It's called The Slight Edge. And it talks about like high performance, like achievers, like how to, ba- how to basically perform in all areas of life at a high level. And considering our podcast is called Performance for Life, I would assume people that listen to stuff like this 
you know, they're not just looking at just be mediocre. Like they want to really excel in their health. They want to be able to, you know, as they get older to still perform, you know, just basic things, go on a hike with their family and not have to worry about their conditioning or, you know, being able to help someone move without worrying about throwing out their back, you know, it's or picking up their kid and, and bringing up, over, bringing the kid overhead, like just simple things like that. Pair of rotator cuff. well it's 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 funny because the book kind of says you know if you really truly want to be a high performer you really don't have actually a lot of choices because there's only a few choices that you really have to make and commit to to actually get to you know an elite level a high level now obviously in the case of just the general person you know i think most people want to have a higher quality of like family time, family life, uh, relationships, career, you know, body fitness. Right. And I think realizing and understand that, you know, there are going to be some choices that, you know, in the beginning on your journey, you're going to have to, you're going to have to make those choices, the right choices, the healthier choice, right. To better yourself for the future. So then when you get to a point where you can sustain that new position or where you're at in life. It's like, it's not going to be as detrimental that you can afford to, you know, not work out one day or, you know, not read a book. Like if you're, if you're doing the work now and you set the foundation long-term, you know, you're going to be in a better place, but it's, it's all those little choices that you make Mm -hmm. only so few choices though. That's the thing. You don't get a lot of choices if you're trying to be a high performer because, you know, the more choices you have, it's like, oh, I could choose to do this or that or this or that. But it's like, nah, if you're trying to be good, great. You know, you got to do this. You got to train consistently. There's no way around it. You know, you got to three weeks off just because. No. Yeah. And and even even life circumstances, you know, you still got to make it happen. Exactly. And I think this 75 hard challenge that I'm doing, it kind of like is teaching me that, you know, while the workouts are, you know, unorthodox, like it's 45 two 45 minute workouts I have to do every day. Obviously I'm not training like my whole body resistance training every day. The other days that I do have to do an inside workout, I'm doing like mobility or other things. So it's like, people think like it has to be like this kind of go hard, you know, go home mentality with their whole training or nutrition. It's like, no, you just doing something is better than doing nothing. And the fact of the matter is most people just need to do something, you know, do something and stay consistent with it. And then over time, as you start to get, you know, that confidence and momentum in, in a routine, then you can sort of pick and choose. Okay. Like I'm going to, I'm going to take the weekend off. You know, we're going to big bear with the family. You know, obviously you're not going to the gym. When you go to big bear, you're going to spend time with your family. So it's like, Understanding that balance, I think, is really healthy. And a lot of people need to hear more of that message. Us as coaches need to preach that message more rather than that short-term, you know, result. And the, the, the other thing to add is the, the other side of the coin, right? When life does happen and, yeah, you do end up going to Big Bear, you have to accept the fact that you can't do the things that you, 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 don't, know, you don't normally do. So, like, hitting the gym, right? You're, you're with the family, you're going to Big Bear. Big Bear, what happens is people then get down on themselves because, oh man, I missed two days. Now all of a sudden two days becomes four days and then all of a sudden you're out for like two weeks. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I think there, 
I always talk about doing the internal work. Just because you missed those two days, it's okay to go in on the third day and get it in, right? The amount of time it takes for you to get out of shape, right, is a very long time. But the more you kind of add to it, like you start feeling sorry for yourself, right? The worse, worse and worse it gets. It's like that 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 inner judgment comes out and that inner uh, you know critic. Of yeah, work. and I get yeah. it. I get that because I used to be that way. I miss a workout. Oh, what the hell? You know what I mean? I can get after it today or or whatever it is. But I I know we kind of turned a corner. But I wanted to go back to what Pat originally said about like the 80-20 rule and drinking enough water and exercising three to four days a week. Like it's super, super basic. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to dumb it down because it's like, yeah, it's super basic. Like just eat good exercise, you know, meditate, do, do the other, uh, you know, personal work. But I I know it's hard for people to, uh, to get that. And it kind of goes back to, I started reading that book, Atomic Habits that Pat mentioned last week phenomenal book by the way um but it goes into that you know it's like for someone to get like 50 pounds overweight that doesn't just happen overnight that yeah that takes time so it's like also helping people understand that like it takes time i've been at this whole working out thing and for years now it's been what seven eight years that i've been consistently like training or, or weightlifting or whatever just focusing on my health so it's not like all of a sudden I just started eating 80% good food and working out three days a week. And, and, you know, all of a sudden I have a six pack and, and, you know, the, the new defined dad bod, uh, you know, that, that takes time, man, that dad bod takes time. But so, so I think one of the things that you, that we could discuss is like, how do you do that day in and day out? That's the question, right? Like, how does that happen? And, and that's why, that's why you make the big bucks. Right. Because you can teach that. Right. It's something that is something that needs to be taught. And then it's something that needs to be implemented in someone's daily daily regimen. Right. Right. The answer. Right. Becomes it has to be done every single day. Mm -hmm. Not just like, oh, well, I'm going to I'm going to start next month. No, I'm going to go next week. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to do it for two days. And then no, it has to be done every single day. Uh, right, your, and that white girl voice there, Chris. No, nah, that was like the, <laughs> that was like his. That was a black voice. That yeah, that was a black girl's voice. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. I've never heard a white girl talk like that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I don't know what kind of white girls you talking to. Yeah, Jake. <laughs> sorry, sorry, ladies. <laughs> it was Jake. Yeah, no, I think you bring up a, <laughs> I think you bring up a good point though, dude. Is like, yeah, cool. It's super simple, but all right, how do we implement that? And I think it goes. It immediately for me goes back to okay, we got to start with goal setting. And I know this is something I feel like we continue to talk about, and maybe we sound like a broken record, but it's like really, really getting clear on what the goal is, and then you know that is the outcome. Okay, now we know what the outcome is, so let's work backwards from there. Let's try to understand. Okay, cool. What's the first step we can take? All right, cool. You're drinking soda. Let's cut out soda. Now you're only drinking water. Cool. You don't exercise. Cool. Now let's work out two to three days a week. Let's get into a habit of building. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop you right there. Hold on. Time out. Right. So <laughs> let's we we'll use soda. Right. So. How do you, right, if, you, if you're a soda drinker, like you love your Coke, right, you love your Coke every day, right, 
how do you let that go? You can't just you can't just cold turkey it and just all of a sudden boom, I'm off a soda. Ah. Yeah. It's very <laughs> rare you can do that. Yeah. Life is great, right? That's there ha- there is something else to that comes into play here. Right? There's something mm-hmm. psychologically that has to that has to click that says, Oh damn, I can't have this soda because there are consequences to this soda. I think it has to get that granular in order for for it to work. And I think that's that that's what happened with you, right? It had there had there had to be some underlying aspects of your life that that were so strong that kind of catapulted you into your lifestyle. Or else yeah. you could easily break it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, yeah. I think with the whole goal setting and like kind of working backwards, you know, I think as coaches, we have to also consider like most people aren't like us or don't have like an athletic background or, you know, I mean, we're kind of crazy to the, I think to the general masses, you know, we like to lift heavy and put our body under stress and sweat and feel exhausted on the daily. So I think for someone who, (laughs) I mean, for, for, we're in a different mindset. And I think when we're telling people like, you know, yeah, like obviously if you cut out soda completely, it's going to help create a calorie deficit, right? But I think for someone, and at least how I kind of look at it, I kind of like to ask people, well, what are some things that they've done in the past that they've been successful with? Because people that are into like, who have struggled with losing weight have done something in the past to make it happen. And if they got a result from it, they did something that worked, right? And I think I think kind of weighing in or, or kind of leaning into those strengths and to the successes that yeah. someone has made making them feel like, Hey, like, no, you did this before. We just need to probably, you know, add some more things to it. And I think when you add things to like a nutrition, for instance, it'll naturally start to subtract the things that are, you know, toxic to their bodies and are causing them to eat more. Right. If I tell you to eat more vegetables at every meal and that this is the goal, like this is the focus, this is our process goal to get to our outcome goal is to eat vegetables at every meal knowing that you're going to eat vegetables at every meal, right? You're going to get plenty of fiber. You're going to, it's nutrients dense. So you're not eating a lot of calories. And that's kind of the whole point with, if you're trying to lose weight, you want to eat nutrient dense foods that are low in calories, but still get filled up, right? From the, from the fiber content, having protein at every meal. Like those are things that you can add to someone's nutrition and they're going to be more willing to do it and take action on it because it's like, okay, He's not telling me to cut out soda. He's telling me to add protein and vegetables. Okay, I can do that. And then they do it, right? And then it's just the consistency that's going to build. And then it's like, okay, now we're going to, at some point, you're going to have to work on the soda. Let's go from, let's go from like, you know, a soda at every meal to just pick one meal a day that you're going to have a soda. So still giving them that, you know, pleasure, but weaning them off of it a little bit, kind of like, you know, Someone who's an alcoholic or, you know, a drug addict, you can't just go cold turkey. You know, it has to become, it has to become some kind of internal realization. They have to come to that conclusion themselves. We can't come to the conclusion for them because we can come out and say, here's the conclusion. You're going to keep drinking soda. You're going to keep eating like that. You're going to get diabetes and you might die. Right. I'll look at you and be like, so what? 
Yeah, that's the truth, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? The importance is how do we as coaches allow the client to come to the realization themselves? And Pat, you were saying it, right? You know, teaching them about nutrient-dense foods, proteins, veggies, and all that stuff, right? Once they start getting that stuff in their body, you're like, oh, ooh, I feel good. Right. Mm. And then the soda is going to make sense. They're going to be like, oh, this soda made me f- makes me feel like crap. Right. Right. Exactly. And then it becomes personalized. It becomes something that's like, oh, this is how, this is how it's affecting me. And then you start seeing like the, the bells and whistles going off and then they're very successful and they have beautiful dad bods like you two gentlemen. <laughs> so do you, man. You, you, have, uh, you have the colossal dad bod. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good, uh, a good point that you guys make. And it's something that as I've gone on in my career here as a coach, like figuring out, okay, cool. How do I actually coach somebody on this? Because it's like, yeah, it is super basic, but it's not that easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not that easy when, when habits are in place, addictions are in place because yeah. sugar is actually been proven in many studies that it's as addictive as morphine and heroin. <laughs> so, I mean, just, just like that, that some sugar. sugar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like, just like that, it just goes to show how addictive the stuff is and yeah. in the, the dopamine release in the brain and, and all the other, uh, you know, instant gratifications from stuff like that. So, yeah. and, and the cool part is, is like that once you start integrating these, these pieces of, okay, cool. Eating more whole foods. Okay. Oh yeah. Maybe I will cut back on these, on, on the sugars and the sodas and the sugar and whatever it is, coffee and, and snacks and donuts, whatever, mm-hmm. that there is ways that you can still enjoy sweet things. There's in ways, oh, there's yeah. still ways that I enjoy yeah. sweet things on a regular basis. I mean, the protein shake that I make just about every day, it's peanut butter, chocolate, banana. I mean, I don't know yeah. how much more tasty and sweet that gets and it's all you know, it's all high quality ingredients. So um, yeah, it's not like sweet things are bad. And that I think people think like no. to diet or to lose weight, I have to eat salad every day. Or you have to be, or you, or you have to eat like it's the, it's the week before you're about to get on stage for a bodybuilding contest. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, nah. Nah. <laughs> we need fuel for the body. We have to actually be feeding and fueling ourselves because if not, there's, I had a client today. She was asking me about if she can have pretzels as a snack because she was saying that she's noticed she's getting more hungry because she's, she's resistance training. Like she's getting stronger in her squats or deadlifts. So her body now, right. Her metabolism starting to boost. Her body's going to need more of that energy, more calories. And so I was giving her some ideas for snacks. And then she asked like, what about pretzels? Like, I was just like, yeah, pretzels are fine. She's like, really? Like, aren't those like too much sodium or like too many carbs? I was like, look, you can have uh, pretzels within moderation. Obviously, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna get a, the little fun size pack, the like packs of, of pretzels, that's fine. You know, the idea is is if you can eat that and still maintain that calorie deficit, you're still gonna be losing weight. Yeah. And regardless if it's a pretzel or a carrot, that food is gonna be broken down right to glucose to sugar, and your body's gonna utilize that sugar as energy when you're doing your strength training sessions. So as long as you keep up with the work, the effort that you put into your training sessions and pushing yourself and, you know, like, dude, like she's already box squatting like 135 pounds. She's already squatting her body weight. She's already deadlifting her body weight. So it's just a matter of her getting more comfortable and confident in the movement. She's yeah. going to 
she's going to see some really good gains. And I mean, not just the gains of muscle and stuff, but she, in her body overall, like is, is changing. And I was telling her like, you know, she, she's Latina. So a lot of, she lives with family. And so a lot of her family, you know, they see her doing this and they say, well, why are you doing that? Why don't you just do it yourself? And, you know, she's like, saying like, well, you know, I think when you invest in yourself, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel more happier. And she is, and she's thriving. And people are starting to notice, like she, she was uh, making some food the other day because I have her text me a picture of what she's going to make before work. And uh, she was telling me today in our session, she was just like, Hey, like, you know, my mom was like, why do you eat so much? Like, I thought you were trying to lose weight. Da 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 da. And, you know, just kind of giving her, you know, a little bit of shit. And, you know, she's just like, cause I'm hungry. Like I need to eat. And she's just like, but I thought you were trying to lose weight. Like, and she's like, yeah, but mom, look at me. And like, she was looking good. Like she's losing inches in the area. She's wants, she wants to, yeah. and her muscles though are obviously building. So she's yeah. getting more toned, that toned yeah. look that she's, they all she's want. Cleaning she's yes. cleaning out. And, uh, her, her mom's like, well, that doesn't make sense. I thought you were supposed to do like cut calories and, you know, and go low carb. Cause she loves carbs. Like she loves the tortillas. She loves, to- she loves bread pretzels. Right. So it's like, you can still have those as long as you're doing the training aspect, yeah. like you're, you're putting the effort behind that and because you're committed and, and you're drinking enough water. Yeah. That's and she's crazy. doing everything else. Yeah. That's she's doing everything crazy. else. Great. So it's yeah. like, you know, it was funny when we first started training, her mom was very hesitant and skeptical of the whole getting a trainer. Now that we've been training for a couple of months and she sees her daughter kind of, you know, making some good progress. She's telling me, she's just like, yeah, my mom's like, you know, starting to kind of be a little bit more like, oh, okay. So wait, so, so you can eat this and, and your, and your trainer says that's okay. And like, she'll tell me this and I'm like laughing. Cause it's like, damn, there's, there's people out there that have no freaking clue that, that what we talk about is what it takes to really just see results. Like it's not hard, like just strength train, eat whole food, like eat in a calorie deficit. If you're trying to lose weight, go on walks, drink water, get some sleep. Like it it really is those foundational like things that you need to do. So she's doing it and she's seeing amazing progress. I think another thing to add in there, how long you been training with her, Pat? Uh, Couple, uh, probably since December, November. Yeah, November. So, you know, going on three, four months and she's mm-hmm. seen some good results. I think that's another big thing there. It's like, it, it's not like you've only been working with her for two weeks. That's another thing that I think I, right. I, I want people to understand is that it takes time. It's, it's a yeah. process. Just like yeah. at the beginning of the podcast, I was, I was saying, or, or it might even have been earlier. It's like when somebody's super overweight, it's like, think about how long it took you to get there. You know, it's, it's, I mean, and, and of course, I think as coaches, we have to say it in a different way, not, well, think about how long it took you to get here. You've been eating shit for years. Come over here and tell me you want to lose weight in five, five days. Bro, have you seen somewhere. that video of that black dude that just walks into the, I think it's like a chick uh, Popeyes or something. And he just walks in. He pulls the door open and he's just this jack black dude. And he goes over to his client who's like this just big, you know, he's obese. And yeah. he's literally about to eat his food. He's like, what are you doing? And then he hits the food out and the guy and the and the guy's bigger than the trainer. So he's just like, 
it's just like, come on, you can't even restrict yourself for like, like one hour. We just had a workout. Like, oh man, dude, I was just like, just put on blast and Popeyes. It wasn't CT Fletcher, was it? (laughs) No, no. No. CT Fletcher would make you feel even worse. (laughs) (laughs) He had his food out of his hand. And yeah, he was pretty demoralized. That guy. Who's the dude? Um, Rashid. Um, Rashid. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a dope, uh, a dope trainer. I I like watching some of his videos and stuff. Yeah, he's pretty that's, good. That's who I thought of. Pat first was talking, but I think I have seen that video, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight, and it's it's hard to understand that. It's it's been hard for me at many times in my life to understand that. You know, I can't just get a 500 pound deadlift and, you know, off of one program or I can't, you know, whatever, get my vertical up. Cause right now I'm working on my vertical. If I could slam right now, I'd be so happy. I wish it would happen overnight, but it's been a, it's been a process. And, and, uh, of course too, I, I'm a, I'm a skateboarder as well. So even just that training helps in with, with, uh, with my skateboarding, having higher, higher, uh, vertical. So is, is that what your training is around right now? Just kind of like improving your vert or yeah, like yeah, what's that's, your... That's one of the main focuses, uh, improving my vertical and then kind of just upper body hypertrophy. Trying to swole up top, player. So, so I, dude, it's, it's so funny. My legs are, are so big and strong as it is. It's like, I don't, I don't need any more size on my legs. Would I like to get stronger? Sure. But, you know, I can't... You're trying to get the hops. You're trying to slam on some bitches. Yeah. I want to be yeah. faster. I'm strong. I got the size and the strength in the legs. Now it's like, okay, I just want to be quicker. I want to be quicker. Yeah. I want to sprint yeah. faster. I want to jump higher. I want to, you know what I mean? Be a little bit more athletic. So, yeah. Um, but it doesn't have, again, it doesn't happen overnight. Nah. Yeah. That, that takes time. And it's the same with weight loss. And it's the same with. Yeah. I was just curious, like how lean are you? And like, what are your calories and macros right now? Calories Like body macros, fat. I don't know. Body fat. Last time I checked, it was it was probably about a year ago. So I don't know. Oh, a year okay. ago though, I was 10, 10 point, I was ten point one percent. So I don't know. Okay. I would say I might be a little less than that now. I don't know though for sure. Oh, so okay. Had to, yeah. has to hard drop at five, and we had a super late start, Pat. I we didn't actually start recording till like four twenty five. Yeah, and it was actually Pat's fault that <laughs> the whole thing happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fuck you guys. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, we got that on record right there. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no it, it wasn't actually bad. Keep that up, Dave. When changed. we see each other. So as soon as you get off the plane, I'm. Why I oughta? Dude, oh, I would love to see a powerhouse, Chris powerhouse slam pat. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't either, dude. Stay away. Pat, I'll get, I'll get to the airport before Chris. I'll pick you up. I'll keep you up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Just like a stone cold killer with his yeah. face, like just like a mug face and then just like pat you bitch. <laughs> just like the, the, like how they have like the, the signs when you get to the airport, like the people waiting. <laughs> pat you bitch. <laughs> I'll, I'll and, just come in disguised. I'll, I'll come in disguised as a limo driver. So, and, and Pat's wearing that shirt that he's wearing right now. Conquer your inner bitch. <laughs> Chris, Chris is just holding the sign. Oh shit! That's like, all right, this is my moment to really conquer. <laughs>